I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Help Desk for Tuesday, the 8th of December. My name is Peter Wells. And I'm Tess Bennett. And we've got a couple of great stories from Australia Today, Tess, including uh, one about Google and Facebook. Yeah, so in the ongoing feud between the tech giants and the Australian government, the AFR reported yesterday morning that Google is working on a, quote, secret project to exclude Australians from regular improvements to its search functions and other services. And that would be an outcome if the company doesn't agree with the proposed laws uh, that are in underway at the moment to regulate how news publishers and Google deal with each other. This mechanism would effectively isolate Australia from other global markets that have services such as Search, News and Discover, which is a personalised content feed, and those are continually tuned and tweaked for efficiencies. And according to this reporting, more sources have said that Google has been exploring a number of scenarios to assess the effect of the code of conduct, what that effect might be on its products. Yeah, do we think this is a PR bluster in the final days before the code comes down or are these real threats to be taken seriously? Well, there was a clause in there, which I think they might have walked back now around having to let publishers know about every single update Google was making to its algorithms. uh, And so how it ranks those, those search results. And if if they're updating those as frequently as as they say they are, then yeah, it would be very difficult to communicate that to to the publishers many, many times a day or a week or a month. And while we haven't seen any details about the bill just yet, the Finn is reporting that the tech giants have actually won some concessions that, that they were after. Mm. So according to the Finn, Facebook and Google will be permitted to count the monetary worth of online readers that they deliver to each news website and offset that as a kind of way of uh, taxing how much they they need to pay back to the publishers. Facebook's Instagram and Google's YouTube will also not be included in these new digital platform rules, so they won't have to pay any of the the news publications for work that they're actually showing on their sites. And under the mandatory bargaining code, if the parties fail to strike a financial deal, an auction system similar to schemes being used by the American baseball teams and player associations to to look over disputes will be used by the Australian Communications and Media Authority. Surely, I mean, I I love the, the reporting here, but surely there is a local version rather than baseball you could have gone to for your analogy. I mean, you know, we have uh, tribunals all over the joint (laughs) to work out pay disputes and workers' compensation disputes. Can't you go for that instead of baseball? Uh, I I don't know. I wasn't familiar with how baseball negotiates those player disputes, so I had to go look it up. And essentially, I think what what they're getting at here is each side is going to submit their best offer, and then an independent panel will will, will pick one of those, and they'll, they'll pick one rather than going for something, a compromise or a third option in the middle. Oh, cool. Well, that makes more sense. I take it all back.
Um, and uh, the SMH also had a piece out on uh, Monday afternoon around these same discussions and negotiations that are happening. And it, it included a nice bit of colour from an anonymous government backbencher. And, and their quote was, the outcome will be that Google and Facebook won't be completely happy with it and the media companies won't be completely happy. happy. But it's something they can all live with. Excellent. That's what we want. And moving on from from that big story of the day, and Kevin Roos at the New York Times has a very good story on how Joe Biden's warm and fuzzy digital team beat Trump. And it is being syndicated in SMH, so you don't need to have to worry about the, the paywall if you don't subscribe to the New York Times. But Kevin Roos writes that figuring out where any one particular strategy decisively moved the needle for Biden is probably impossible. But since the successful campaigns breed imitators, it's worth looking under the hood at the Biden strategy to see what future campaigns might want to learn from. And what can they learn, Tess? There was uh, a couple of lessons to take away. Uh, One was that the campaign ethos was Twitter isn't real life. So that's according to their, sorry, digital director for Joe Biden's presidential campaign. And he said, uh, there are risks of running a campaign that is too hyper aware of your own ideological corner. And uh, from there, it, it, they really focused on Facebook and the Biden campaign paid extra attention to Facebook mums, defined as women who spend a lot of time sharing cute and uplifting content on the platform. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, look, I, I mean, the, the one thing I, I wish I could get out of Facebook is the mums networks because they, they do not you know, take names. They are incredible. But unfortunately, uh, my gender keeps me out of those. There are other great details in here, including Biden's use of YouTube, TikTok, and even Animal Crossing to find voters wherever they are. To local drama news, Netflix has announced that it is going to reboot Heartbreak High, which is a Aussie teen drama from the late 90s and 2000s. And uh, the news comes a week after all the old episodes of Heartbreak High debuted on Netflix. And Netflix's Australian uh, director of original content says that there's no doubt that Heartbreak High was successful in other countries and I would love for this reimagined version to travel too. But what I'm focused on is our Australian members and I want them to feel seen by this version. So this new version of Heartbreak High will be the first program commissioned by a former ABC executive producer who has now joined Netflix. She joined in July. And the series, combined with Clickbait, which is actually a show set in the US but being filmed in Melbourne, uh, should help protect Netflix from any local quotas that they may see from the federal government. Yeah, so Netflix likes to choose which productions it's going to endorse from each country rather than being told how Mm. many shows it needs to produce. But yeah, I am personally more excited about this reboot than I am about, I think, Channel 9 rebooting Sea Change a year or so ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I totally missed that. I totally missed that. But yeah, I mean, there, were, there was something to be said about Heartbreak High and, and Alex Dimitriades is a fantastic actor. Uh, I don't know, is he going to be, you know, Screech style playing a, uh, a professor or something on this new version? Oh, I hope so. I hope they really lean into it and uh, <laughs> go, go for the nostalgia. Absolutely. And our final story of the day is it's official. Trump really did forget about TikTok. So a couple of weeks ago, we reported that it looked like the US government had simply forgotten about breaking up TikTok or forcing it to because deadline after deadline just zoomed by and nothing was happening. Well, it looks like it's pretty accurate because the final deadline was December 4 and it came and went 
and nothing actually happened. And according to multiple sources, the US government will not be extending the deadline further, but it will also not be enforcing the rule to break up the company. Where that leaves TikTok, no one knows. Walmart and Oracle refused to comment. They're the two people or the two big companies that were circling TikTok uh, to purchase them uh, in the US. No one knows, really. No one really knows. Yeah. And I mean, I have deadlines like this. They just sort of come and they pass you by and you, you wave them off into the distance and, and life goes on. And, uh, yeah, sometimes you, know, you just normally... have to move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and tell your editor, you're just like, I'm sorry, I, I, I missed that deadline. I'm never going to respond to that email. I'm never going to write up that interview. And, uh, you know, life keeps going. Yeah, don't live in the past, TikTok. Uh, anyway, that's all we have time for today on Tuesday the 8th of December. Uh, if you are enjoying the help desk, please pop on over to Apple Podcasts and throw out a couple of stars. That really helps other people find the show. Thank you, Tess Bennett, for being on the show today. Thanks, Peter. And we will speak to you tomorrow, bright and early. See, See ya. Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.